Hey, it's Junk Man. I have a special guest, a very special guest, an old friend of mine, <laughs> and yours too as well, uh, from the band Marishi 10. I have vocalist and leader of the band, my old friend Linda Liu. How are you, Linda? I'm doing very well. It's nice to get to talk to you. Yeah, it's been a long time, a very long time since we spoke. We, yeah. I, uh, I knew Linda from previous projects back in the day. Mm-hmm. We used to see each other quite a bit up in Hollywood. Yeah. And uh, it's yeah. funny. I don't get up there a whole lot anymore. I just, you know, it's there's just not a lot going on for me uh, in terms of live music. But in terms of new bands, I'm right on on it. And this band right here that you've got, Marishi Ten, is really, really cool. Tell us a little bit about, first off, the name Marishi Ten is different. Um, tell, mm-hmm. us a, tell us a little bit about how that name came about, what it's all about. And then uh, we can talk a little bit about what's uh, going on music-wise here. Sure. Well, Marishi Ten comes from the name of a, a goddess, a warrior class goddess, and she basically makes her followers fearless. Um, and I think we all could use a little bit more of that. <laughs> so, Absolutely. I, I know I could, especially at the time of starting this band. So, um, you know, I came across it and I was like, it just worked for me. And then I, I really loved it's like the, all of the ideas of the imagery that surrounded it. Um, and then the more I got into it, the more it really like affected some of the songwriting and, and the lyric writing and just the idea of like what you could be capable of if you could embody those characteristics and, and you could be, you know, like that deity. So, wow, you are, I, you yeah. are a goddess. That's for sure. I mean, you know, oh, well, thank people, you. <laughs> people, if you haven't, if you haven't checked out the videos, they are, you can see them on YouTube. You can see them all over the place, but yeah, you got some really cool stuff going on video wise, but the music is just, it's awesome. Um, now, you. is this something you've been putting together for a long time or is this just kind of yeah. like brand new? No, I've been working on it for a while, you know, and I mean, as is the case with most creative projects that you're like, oh, wow, this is cool. You know, I mean, it's new to everybody else, but it's been a part of my life for a while now. And, um, you know, it's really kind of taken over like where I put all my creative energy. And because, you know, I get to do so much with the imagery and stuff, it's like I'm really immersed in the music and you know, do all the writing. Mostly the writing happens in the, um, in a studio I have at home. Um, and then, you know, I go in and work with different producers and, um, you know, work with different musicians to do the live show and to record. But, um, but yeah, every, I get to kind of just do everything and I have a lot of fun with the videos and the photos and the artwork and everything that goes along with it. So, um, yeah, I kind of have been like eat, sleeping and breathing Marishi 10 for the past couple of years. And now everybody's just kind of getting to see it. It's great. It's just, it's awesome. I love, I love the direction that you've gone. Cause you know, I knew you from a former band and it went one yeah. way. This goes like a definitely to the left, you know, or to, well, not, not politically wise, but I'm just saying it takes a left turn. It's different. Yeah. And I love it. It's very, updated. it was always kind of brewing underneath there, you know, and it's one of the reasons why, you know, I kind of wanted to move on and, and start a new project. I had a lot of ideas for things that I wanted to do and, you know, like, this lifetime is finite, so if you're going to do it, you have to go do it. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's it's just, yeah, again, I really like the direction this is going. So let's get our listeners to get a little uh, taste of it right here. I'm, uh, I'm pulling it up right now. Um, it's a great song called Enemy Now that I really, really dig the, the, uh, the video for this thing. It's just, uh, tell us a little bit about Enemy Now, if you will. Sure. Um, well, that's the last track that we just released as a single. 
Um, and again, it's a lot about like the embodiment of the idea of Marie Chiten. And that's where I got the idea for the video. It kind of takes you through like a ritualistic process of invoking this deity. And um, I had an, an idea of what I wanted to do and a basic idea for a treatment. And um, there was a director that I've always loved and, and admired his work. His name's Chad Michael Ward. And I had just been thinking he might be somebody who would be really good to shoot this. And he's local. So I looked him up on Facebook and he had just then posted maybe about like a few hours before um, something on his Facebook that said, hey, I'm going to be moving to the Midwest with my creative partner to start, you know, a new production company. So if you're in L.A. and you ever wanted to work with me or shoot with me. Now's, now's the, the time. time. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, that's all I need. Uh, so, yeah, Perfect. we had a meeting and then shot the video very shortly after that. And um, I was really, really pleased with the you know the final result and and. uh the kind of the fun that we got to have with it. Now, how long of a time process did it take to uh, to do this video? Did it did it hold him back on moving to his new place, or was it no, pretty quick? I mean, it went pretty quickly. Um, I mean, Chad's a pro, so um, he worked quickly, and uh, we basically just we shot the whole thing in a, in ten hours at wow. a studio downtown. Um, and it was a simple concept, but you know, and like if we had more time, I would have loved it. But you know, you do what you can with what you have, and. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, he turned it around very, very quickly, but it was, it was a 10 hour shoot in just one studio and, um, you know, playing with a lot of like fire and smoke and energy. <laughs> the kids love it. <laughs> <laughs> I had a great time. I mean, Absolutely. I can do that stuff every day. I can do it every day. Uh-huh. This is awesome. Well, let's crank it up. Let's uh, give it a shot. This is brand new from Marishi 10 and it's called Enemy Now. And I'm speaking with Linda Liu, the leader of Marishi 10. We'll be back with her in just a minute. So hang on the line there, Linda. Okay. And I'm going to crank this up right now. This is Enemy Now.
Brand new from Marishi 10 and Enemy Now. Wow. Totally awesome. Nice work. I got, I got Linda Liu, their leader, on the line with me right here. And, uh, yeah, that, that one kicks ass. So, Thank you. I'm glad that, you like it. That is, uh, that is the cool video of the week for me, you know. I, uh, awesome. I'm wondering, too, I was talking with you on the break a little bit. It shows off your, your uh, Japanese tattoo letters on the back. And you yep. said they, they mean family <laughs> and other things, too. Yeah, yeah. I was mentioning before that uh, my father that raised me was is Japanese and born in this country. But I definitely had a very a lot of um, Japanese cultural influences in my life growing up. So I think sometimes that comes through. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. neat. Get you in that frame of mind for writing, or is it? Uh, do you use that with a lot of different aspects of your life? Yeah, I mean, you know, I guess what we we are heavily influenced by the people that raise us. <laughs> I I wholeheartedly agree. Believe me, trust me. My parents are pretty much responsible for everything I do. To be honest with you, they were very yep, very. Uh, they sound they sound like cool people. Yep, they were. Hey, they made a pretty cool son. That's all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> man this is just so cool i love when the i love when friends of mine have new projects that i can help them promote and it just it makes me feel really good so tell us a little bit about maybe websites and places where people can find uh, marishi 10 anything yeah 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 well we try to be everywhere um the music's really easy to find because we're on pretty much like any streaming source that people use itunes spotify amazon Bandcamp. um and then on social media, you know, Instagram. So we're Instagram and it's uh, Marishi 10 official. Um, our website, Marishi 10.com and YouTube too. If you want to check out the video to that song, we have a YouTube channel, which is just the backslash, you know, Marishi 10. And yep. uh, now it's M A R I S H I and the letter T E N, not the yes, number 10. And the letter T E N, Marishi yes. 10, yes. which was confusing. We played a show. A while back, um, before we did our EP, we did like uh, some warm up shows and stuff, and we played at the Viper Room. And um, I had sent a stage plot over, but it didn't get there. And when we showed it, the sound guy was like, "Was like, oh, how exactly? How many of the you are there?" And I was like, four. Two <laughs> <laughs> stars, bass, drums. And he was like, oh, "Okay." I saw the name, and I I thought like, "Is this like a ten piece band?" Yeah, right, right, like, right, oh, right. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Hey, nothing wrong with nothing wrong with overkill when it terms to, when it comes to uh, to uh, equipment. To live you know? performance. Oh Absolutely. yeah, no, I'm, I'm all about it. Oh, I got a backup amp now. Great. Definitely. <laughs> wow, this is awesome. So you're going to be doing uh, some live music stuff soon. You said that you got yeah. musicians that you're assembling and things like that, where people can come and see you. Yeah, yeah, we're working on the live show now, and uh, and it's going pretty well. And you know, like I said, it's a learning process for me too, because some of those songs have been played live, but some of the the newer ones have never been played live before. And I kind of just, I wrote them and I, I write with the guitar at my studio at home and then I write another guitar part and then I start filling things in and doing the vocals over it. So, you know, a lot of these songs I've never sang and played live before. I, you know, recorded the guitars and that's kind of a separate part of my brain. And then doing the vocals is another part. So um, it's actually been some like, mental gymnastics for me to kind of <laughs> I like figure that. doing them live and you know and then splitting up the parts there's a lot going on with guitars so it's like plays what live and how do we make it as impactful as possible with two guitars without you know playing to live tracks and stuff so um yeah it's but it's fun i love doing that stuff it's got a very interesting sound it's almost 
And it's got it like an industrial bit, but it's got the, just the full-on heavy slipknot type of thing going on. And then, you know, your vocals on top of that. It's just, there's, a, I, could, I could sense a lot of different kind of influences that came into this. And it's kind of well, like Well, you a, know I'm the biggest classic rock fan ever. And, yeah. and, and, and I love classic metal, and I love new wave British metal, and I love black metal. So, um, you know, it's it, the, it, like little things seep out. But it's always interesting. I know where my influences come from. And when I start to write something, I can kind of like pull from where in my brain that was stored, you know, like, Oh, well, this reminds me of, you know, like something Judas priest or, you know, this reminds me of like something that you're like, what would Ozzy do thing? But like when other people listen to it, I'm always curious to hear the influences that they pick out, you know, and what they relate it to. Cause it's always something a little different. Well, there's your T-shirt right there, WWLD, What Would Linda Do, you know? That so, might be a tattoo. There you go. Honestly. Why not? <laughs> hey, I don't even need any credit for doing that, so there you go. Yeah. So, I don't totally. know. Don't get too many tattoos, okay, Linda? Not too many. Don't get any uh, Don't not, get any of those Takashi 6 9 faith. Yeah, no, I don't have one. The, the two promises I made to my mom... <laughs> And my late mom was, you know, if I could keep those two promises, that's that's fine with me. I said no motorcycles and no tattoos for me, and that was it. You know? Oh, yeah, I've never made either one of those promises. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, we're all we're all different, but they look good on you. I like it. And you can see in the videos, you can watch your tattoos too. There's a lot of skin in those videos, Linda. Ooh, well, you know, racy. You, the the human form is awesome, and I agree. sometimes you got to just. You know, if you're going to tell a story, you can't really half tell a story. You got to tell the whole story. Well, I got to say, as a male over here, there's been many males out there who were rather fond of your form. So you got to you got it going on there, lady. Very nice. Well, thank you. <laughs> uh, you know, and I, I hope I hope when people see it, they dig, dig a little deeper too, and you know, understand that it's not as much about being salacious as it is kind of claiming your power. Absolutely. You know, my girlfriend's a singer in a band too. And you know, and she's, she's mm-hmm. all about saying, look, you know, um, listen before you look, you know, that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. That's what your ears are for and things like that. So yeah, absolutely. And it's great. But these videos really, really, really are all about you. It's great. I love it. It's just, uh, it's like, wow, there's my friend Linda. Look at it. Look, wow, look what she's doing there. It's cool. So, Well, I'm working on a concept for another one, So, and I, I have ideas in my head of, of uh, someone I want to work with, so I can't say yet, but if they wind up being able to work with me, it's going to be really fun and really cool and kind of spooky, and I'm excited about it. Well, let's hope they're not on the verge of moving to the Midwest like the other guys. <laughs> <laughs> I would probably get on a plane if I had to for that. Well, there you which go. Which I actually did for the other video. For, um, uh, over and on, I went to, I flew to Austin to do that. I mean, you can't tell because it's all green screen, so uh-huh. it could be anywhere, and none of those places actually exist yeah. in actuality but um the place that did exist was my friend's house in austin where i wound up shooting it and that was absolutely worth getting on on a plane to go do sure that's a great place i've been there before that's one of those few places that i've been to that you just you go there for the first time and you just feel like you're at home you know it's just it's it's so different than any it's so different than anywhere else in texas now you're from texas from what i remember right no no okay i got that wrong people thought i was because you know my my last band we played in Texas so much and we had a great fan base there. I loved playing there. Um, but I'm originally from the East coast. Okay. Um, yeah, from New Jersey and then Philadelphia area. But right. 
I still have a lot of family on the East Coast, but I moved to um, Hollywood a really long time ago, and I I've lived in Los Angeles longer than I've lived any other place in my life. So Me too. At this at this point, it's one hundred percent my home. I don't feel like it's a transient town for me. Like it's yep. Hollywood's my neighborhood, um, and I definitely have a sense of community here. I love this city. Well, there you go. I stand corrected. Why did I go? Why did I get Texas? <laughs> I have no idea. So who knows? But uh, we did play there a, a ton. There, yeah. I spent a lot of time in yeah. Texas. And like I said, like awesome metal fans there and at such a fun state with so many cool venues to tour in. Now that was with with which band was it? That was with Cockpit. Was it with Cockpit? Which is, okay. Which cool. is who I, I was with when you met me. That was yep. my that band was my life for a really long time and and what an experience to, you know, tour all over the country and Yeah, an all-girl band with, on big with festivals. All girls, I mean, yeah, we 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 really, really went out there. We were like road dogs for a while and we bought a van and, and put a lot of miles on it. So, but it was, it was a really, um, like character building experience to do that. And I think we all learned a lot about ourselves. Hey, four girls on the road, man. You know, that's all that, that, that says it all right there. I still remember when you guys played at Rocklahoma, the year that I went and I went and that was when they had the tornado that knocked down the two stages. But the better (laughs) story, the better story was your bass player getting her bass stolen. By no, that some was guy. me. Oh, that was my you. Guitar okay, got your guitar stolen. gets stolen. But the guy but that they caught, back. yeah, they caught the guy that stole it, and it was a guy that worked for Chips Enough. And Chip, was- Chip made him go bring the guitar back to you, apologize, and then yes. they handcuffed him in the shitter on the bus and drove him all the way back to Chicago, mm-hmm. handcuffed mm-hmm. into the bathroom, and then they fired him and kicked him off the bus, which is it awesome. Was- <laughs> and it was actually it was it was the uh, I, I, I believe if I remember correctly it was the bus driver's son yeah and like so he was already really lucky to kind of have an experience of going out and how it was like okay yeah. maybe come with us and you can help out and uh, he definitely blew his chance of ever doing that again absolutely so I, think, I think he I think he probably was maybe in a little bit of an altered state of consciousness when he did that and you then think? I think he legitimately just got scared yeah. You know, like, like was like, oh man, what am I gonna do now? So, but yeah, that was, um, that was crazy. That's I, a great I kind of had an idea it was him, and I confronted him in catering, and then, um, and he got really <laughs> nervous, and then, and then everybody was just like, just so had my back to get this thing oh, back. Yeah. I it remember. Was, yeah, it was. <laughs> But the I it love the so punishment. I love the punishment that they dealt out on him, <laughs> handcuffing him in the yeah, bathroom. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it almost fits the crime. <laughs> it sure did. So, and you know, hey, there's a song to be written about about that right there. You know, a kind of a revenge song right there. You know. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> I had almost forgotten about that. That was fun though. I, I remember I'd love everything. To play Rocklahoma again. Yeah. Well, we'll see. You know, hopefully, no more tornadoes. <laughs> I know. Well, always a risk of that. Anything goes festival season. Well, I tell you, this is this is great stuff. I I really really liked it when I when I first heard this, and I was just like, I was so proud of you. Just my friend has come out with some cool music here, and Thank over and you. on. Tell us about over and on. I like that. Um, yeah. So that that was a song that I did. Honestly, I was trying so hard to put a band together in like a traditional sense of just like, okay, I'm gonna get some, gonna work some players. I wrote a couple songs. I started working with a like a solid lineup of people and. You know, I just found it, I'm going to be honest, I found it really, really hard to keep a solid band together. And everybody's got different priorities and everybody's in different stages of life. And people, it's LA, people want to play in a lot of different projects. And then people move out of the area. And um, I was just like, you know, I, I 
don't want any of these outside factors to hinder making the best music I can possibly make for me right now. So instead of worrying about who's going to be in the band and how I'm going to keep it all together, all I'm going to focus on is writing the best music, in my opinion, I think that I'm capable of doing. And Over and On was part of a a group of songs that I wrote and decided to release it as a single just because, I mean, I would love to do a full album. I'm just releasing singles because I'm trying to be creative and do as much as I can in any day and then share it with people and not like be one of those people who takes six years to come out with a record and does nothing in between. Well, you got a home so, for it. you got to go. You yeah. got a home for it right here. Just so you know. Thank so, you. But, right. but yeah, that song was part of what came out of that. And, uh, and that's part of the reason why the video was what it was. I, a friend of mine said, why don't you do a video for it? And I, I said, I don't even, I don't even have like a, a so what am I going to do? Like just hire somebody like a band, you know, for, to do the video. And he goes, well, your video doesn't have to be about that. Your video can be about anything. It's just going to tell the story of the song. And I was like, perfect. We'll just do that. And, uh, and my friend who shot the video for it, um, is a composer, but he loves, you know, playing in the visual world and, um, was really amazing at doing some stuff with green screen technology. So we just had fun with it. I went to his house for like three days in Austin and, and, we filmed a ton of stuff that and some some of the ways that that footage was filmed are absolutely hilarious i mean <laughs> so crude like green construction paper and leaf blowers and you know very wow. uh, very odd things like you know that that we could figure out to kind of make a shot work um but uh but yeah it's that's basically you know over and on is about kind of uh, afterlife and purgatory and going through different stages of discovery till you get on to the next thing. Interesting. Very, very cool. I, uh, yeah. I, I, I really, really, I thank you for, for calling in and uh, letting us know all about it. You know, it's just, I love, thank you for, thank you for having me. Thank you for making a, a place where all of this music and other people's music can exist that, you know, isn't filtered and is just good stuff. It's the way it should be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, there should be no classifications. It's either, no. you know, it's this is what I think you're going to like. This is something that I think you're going to like. Blah, blah, blah. You know, any which way you want to go. It shouldn't have any any rules and regulations on what song that some <laughs> lawyer t- decided for you mm-hmm. to play. You know, it should be yeah. about the DJ or, you know, the musician, you know, and strictly yeah. that. So. Well, it's very much appreciated. Thank Anytime. you for doing it. So hang on the line just for a minute. We're going to go crank out uh, brand new from Marishi 10. Again, you can find them M-A-R-I-S-H-I, the le- uh, the words T-E-N, mm-hmm. and uh, .com or, you know, social media anywhere. Anywhere you can find them, Spotify, whatever. And uh, she'll be coming out with a live act here pretty soon, too. So check them out. This one's called Over and On. And again, Linda Lou, thank you for uh, for calling in here. You're welcome. Anytime. Hang out. Just a sec. Crank this up, man. Crank it.
Brand new from Marishi 10. That one's called Over and On. Hope you enjoyed that. My thanks to Linda Liu from Maharishi 10. Maharishi 10 for calling in and uh, talking about the new record. Again, go check it out. 